Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Ah, yeah, welcome. Behind the gates, excitement is starting to build, as Darren Flindell said in the intro. And we're pumped up. Big meeting at Ramwick today. Calendar Presnell, invitation. Spring champion, can Tom Kitten get there today for the punters? He's been a beaten favourite the last few, but geez, runs have been fantastic, haven't they? And he just might be able to lob today. Well, he complained last week, being left uh, at the bottom of the order of introductions. So we get straight to him this week on Behind the Gates. For the first time, we welcome in Andrew Hurley for the first. How are you, Hurls? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Uh, Luke, thanks for introducing me first up, mate. Makes me uh, feel good about myself, mate. Mate, we've got Mark from Newcastle just chiming in on the text line. Any chance Hurls can be glass half full today? Mark wants you to fire up Hurls and create a bit of atmosphere on Behind the Gates this week. All right, I'll do my very best. All I'll right, do my you've, very best. You've been I might, told. Have something, I might have something special for Mark. Just stand by. Oh, there you go, and Mark. The, yeah, yeah, stand by. Um, and, mate, don't talk too much, will you? <laughs> yeah, that was what a great... Uh, you know what? Kevy followed up on the text you line. And, Kevy, your your follow-up text was well-received, mate. Been very noted. Um, he, he wanted me to provide all of Darren Flindell's tips and we'll continue to do that. So, Kevy, uh, he suggested I, I talk too much, uh, but I, I do host a radio show. So, <laughs> But, no, he did follow up Hurls to his credit, the great man. Uh, so shout-out to you, Kevy, if you're still listening. Your, your second good. message was well-received and... The man's tips he wanted were, were Darren Flindell's. I mean, Flindell, you're just in demand. Uh, we love your calls, but the punters just want your mail as well, and that's why you're a part of Behind the Gates every week. Welcome back, brother. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> How do you feel about being first dropped behind hurls this week uh, as far as introductions go? I was wondering how the intro would go, the big build-up. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a bit crook, but I am far enough. We don't want I'm, excuses, Hells. I'm drugged up the eyeballs, actually. Oh, beautiful. Half yeah, your luck. Half get, your luck. <laughs> let's get to Brad Davidson. How are you, Davo? Oh, I'm just sick and tired of being last, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, Davo. <laughs> Morning, guys. Yes. Big day of racing ahead, isn't it? Uh, spring Carnival. and Look, I, I must admit, I don't think it's the strongest spring champion we've ever seen, but it's a great betting race all the same in, in terms of you know the different angles that come from uh, different sides. And, of course, down south, the Cox Plate, we, you know, we've got to mention, it's such a, a terrific race. There's so many angles too, so it's a terrific day in both states and uh, looking forward to it. You keen, Davo? Um, no, no. To oh. be honest, I, I, I must admit my... Um, Confidence levels aren't low, uh, a bit low today. I just this, there's a lot of favourites on the Randwick card that they look hard to beat, but I, I just struggle to dive in and take the prices. Just with a few queries, you know, the sequestered like gets back and uh, barrier one for Arctic Glamour, and you know they're just a little bit icky. So I'm, I'm kind of holding fire and, and just seeing how the, the day sort of progresses. But it could be a fill up for punters if, if a couple of those lob today. We had an early crow submitted uh, already from Trevor on the text line. Of course, we'll do our early crows uh, a little bit later. Oh, gee, it was a bloodbath last week. Oh, I'm, I'm going to cop it for mine. Uh, stay tuned for that a bit later. But Trevor uh, chimed in. Hey, guys, my early crow is if any leg of the behind-the-gates multi is the midway or the highway today, it will crash and burn. Oh, come on, Trevor, you've got to believe. We've... We've had a little bit of luck, Davo, have we not, with, with highways and midways in recent weeks? I know last week was no good, but uh, Trevor's wanting them barred again. 
it was it wasn't the was that the race that let us down last week? I don't think it was, was it? No, I have to double check. No, I've got um, Amaranth. Oh, I've got it. No, oh, Amaranth. Okay, yeah, Amaranth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had a couple. <laughs> yeah. We had a couple awful. there that missed last week, didn't we? So look, I know they I know they cop a knock, but my original selection was in the highway, and my actual selection's in the midway. And uh, look, we had a all these great races to look at this weekend. You know, the first race I went looking for on Wednesday, the first race I did the form on the Tab Highway because it was the the best race, in my opinion, to bet into. And I love them. I think they're great races. You get good tempo, and you can pot a lot of horses out of the form. I, I, I you know, have a good long-term profit on these types of races because I just think they're fantastic. And people forget that just because they're a lower-class race, a lot of the time, the lower-class race, the better. Mm. The maidens are the best races you can bet into around Australia. So uh, you've got to change your opinion around these get on board embrace the midways and the highways because there's another one today we're pro way here on uh, the behind the gates uh, we love them we'll try and get our listeners on board davo we will keep trying nick from newcastle wanted our thoughts on fireburn morning boys thoughts on fireburn race six number nine will there be enough sting out of the ground for her good luck with the multi that from nick what do you think darren is she in the game today in race six fireburn uh, it wasn't on my short list. Probably not enough rain. That's uh, that's one key issue about this meeting. There was a lot of rain on the coast of Sydney yesterday, but Roundwick basically missed all of it. Uh, the total rainfall yesterday was only 1.4 mils, uh, so the tracks are soft five. So, um, and I think Michael Wood even suggested in his report late afternoon yesterday, with the very windy conditions they had all afternoon, uh, that might dry up by this morning. So it's still at a soft five. Doesn't look to be as windy today, but um, no, I don't think it'll be wet enough really to be entertaining Fireburn. Dave, what are you saying, race six? Yeah, not, not for me, not for me. I, I agree with Darren and just not convinced uh, she's going well enough, to be honest. But uh, look, I, I thought it was an interesting little race, wasn't it? There's a lot making a case for Numerian naturally with with the the, the positive map today. I had to go back and, and hit the line well the other day, but I just thought no compromise. I mean, He's just going to be able to tag New Marion here, surely, from the low draw, show the intent and just out-sprint it late. He's a bit a bit more impatient, New Marion, so I thought no compromise, might be able to get on his back and go past him late. But, yeah, it's fascinating, that rain. I live on the central coast and it rained the whole day yesterday. We would have got probably 20, 20 mil, I would imagine, where uh, you don't get much at Randwick. Hells, um, New Marion pretty solid here at the head of betting? Yeah, it is. Um, but there has been money for... Uh, for Byburn, just having a look at the hold on the race. Yeah, Numerian's the favourite, uh, up in class Renaissance woman, but the whole of Australia were on it last start. But um, yeah, Fireburn certainly uh, written a few bets for it today, and obviously that uh, that rain has had some sort of influence on it, but I sort of agree with Darren and Brad, probably uh, needs it wetter, may not be going good enough. Okay. Speaking of uh, wetter, I, I like Whetor as my mm. best there, there today. I thought, although the form guide shows it running last in the King Charles III, when they were going past, when they were going through the post, it was going stronger than anything else in that probably the division of the eight horses around it. And uh, I think it's always been better uh, second up. It's going to appreciate this longer trip today. And I think. Outside of no compromise, it ran well last time. It's a very shallow race, very shallow Group 3, and uh, I'll be putting Wetter in my uh, behind-the-gates multi later on. Oh, little tease Did you get there. the $11 early on? No. Mm. Been well backed. Again this morning, too. It's into 480. Mm. 
You gotta you gotta fly quick, Darren. You gotta be mm. waiting. You gotta pounce. Mm, yeah, well, I wasn't. Uh, well, so what type of deductions would you be looking at? No, I, 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 was, I was thinking of going in at the seven dollars earlier when Hinge was still in it. But anyways, I'll just uh, cop whatever price we get today. Okay, mate. Uh, Shirley from Canberra wanted to know when Nash is back. Uh, I can tell you, Shirley, he's suspended until uh, November three is when he'll return to uh, the races. So thanks for that text. Uh, that answers your question. Uh, there was a, a text here from Tom from Melbourne. He, he was discussing with huh. another avid... Uh, sorry, Tom from Mudgee, no, not the horse. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> Tom from Mudgee. Uh, he said he was chatting to another listener, uh, Graham from Currajohn, and they were debating the country's best race. And they wanted to know our thoughts. Um, who, what do you think the country's best race is, Davo? Oh, gee. You'll have uh, an opinion here, surely. I think... Yes. Well, are you asking this year or is it... Just, just on the calendar. On the calendar, yeah. What race is the best? Come on, mate. You've got to say the I'd Everest. Probably, <laughs> I'd probably say the Cox Plate um, still at this stage, just because of the international flavour. That, that's the one thing the, the Everest hasn't sort of been able to attract so much just yet is that international flavour, probably because we've got the best sprinters in the, in, the land, in the world, right? So there's no real lure for those to come out. But I'd say probably still the Cox Plate narrowly, but the Tab Everest is definitely gaining every year. You got a thought, Darren? I think we've always grown up uh, knowing that the Cox Plate is one of the great races on the calendar, and it still is, uh, very much so. And um, but I think from a from a Sydney point of view, it's got to be the Everest because of the the twelve month cycle of attention that it gets, uh, the way everybody talks about it months and months in advance. It, it's the race, it's the new race, and it's it's certainly captured the the new generation of followers coming through. It always was the Cox Plate, and to many it still is, of course, but uh, I think the, the Everest is just building building momentum as each year goes on. You got a take, Hells? Yeah, I pretty much uh, agree with agree with that. Yeah, the Tab Everest is just uh, it's just growing every year, and yeah, Brad made the point, it doesn't have that international flavour, it's because we're too good, but yeah, the Cox Plate's sensational. I'll throw the Doncaster into the mix too, it's just a sensational handicap. Um, Caulfield Cup's always been a great race. I'll tell you what, you wouldn't get a better addition than that last week. That was an absolute cracker. Yeah, it was a beautiful... I've, I've got another quick question. Um, who is, according to all you guys, who is, and it's a good question to answer, I think, now before a few step out today, who's the best horse in the country right now? I'm going to go with Imperatriz. I, I think she's the... I think she's a little bit better than think about it, narrowly, and I think, uh, you know, I take that theory that the sprinters are a little bit better than our sort of 2,000-metre horses. So I'm saying she's the best horse in the country right now. What do you guys think? Darren? I think if, if, if Van Gogh repeats uh, the, the King Charles win in the Cox Plate today, she'll probably... Uh, She'll probably go to the top of the list in the, uh, over Mr. Brightside, but yeah, sort of in the sprinting racks in Peritrees, uh, yeah, what a dynamic sprinter she's proving to be. All left-handed so far, though. I think. Think about it. You'll say private so eye hell, surely. Private no, eye. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I, he's he's my favourite, but yeah, I reckon think about it is as well. Yeah. When you get 12 months' time, you know, everyone's going to be convinced. It's record. just steps up to the bar every time. Let us um, know on the text line, listeners, yeah. uh, if you've got an opinion. Uh, 0419-767-272. Who's the best horse in the country right now uh, before today's racing? Uh, question for Davo from Hogger. Davo, can I get your thoughts on Love Shark in the highway? Uh, 
and glad you think so in the spring champion, please. Yeah, glad you think so. He's definitely got some staying ability. Um, like the way it stuck on last time out in an easier race. And sometimes different form is, is good for this when they're all kind of coming out of the, the same race. That's why a lot of people are going looking for Tata La Vida today with that Phillies form. So I'm not going to say no to you there. And Love Shark in the, in the highway, I was watching it all week. I didn't want it to get a run because it was an emergency at $13 there that was going to get into the race and be a live chance because I, I, I was quite keen on the favourite. So... Um, I'm saying it's a, it's a good chance at odds. The rating last start was off the charts, enormous, and I think it'll run really well. So I was, I was a bit filthy when it got in the in the race, to be honest. So, um, but I think it's got a great chance. Actually, I didn't even realise it got in there. I was uh, nominated for three different races, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did, Darren. <laughs> well, come on, get with it, son. You got don't leave it out oh. of the call today, please. You'll upset everybody. No, I, yeah, there you are, number twenty, right. <laughs> Um, I like one at odds in the in the highway. When I was looking at one or two of the trials of Florino, uh, just seeing how heavily backed this horse has been resuming, with a Bullock in the saddle. Um, Good job. I watched one. Of, actually, I watched both the trials of the Dramatist. The, the trial at Scone on the fourth. I thought, wow, that was good work, uh, winning that trial. And then I thought it went just as well when it ran third behind Silver City in the trial a fortnight later at Scone. This is going off at $11, the Dramatist. I'm going to back this each way and uh, tie it up in place, Multi. So I think it won't miss the top three there. I think Bandy's Boy's worth another chance. That was probably deep-ended a little bit in a benchmark 78 first up, just a little bit too rich, but coming into this highway company today, Bandy's Boy makes appeal, and then Florino. They were my main picks there in, in the highway. Beautiful. Anything for you, Hells, uh, in the highway or anything of note from the uh, the marketplace yeah. perspective? Well, we took a bet of 8,000 the win, 2,000 the place this morning on Love Shark. And a person who I shan't name but has a very, very good eye uh, has messaged me this morning and thinks uh, Love Shark is a very, very good horse and be awfully hard to beat. It's currently $11. Uh, good text from Newman. We were talking about our sprinters. Um, he's made the comparison. Alcohol-free won a July Cup in England, ran last in the Everest. So I guess... Yeah, but she's not going any well. Sure. She's not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a different horse out here than she was over there. Completely like apples and oranges. She's just not the same horse whatsoever. Well, let's talk about that race. Um, she's in alcohol-free. Let me punch it in. Invitation. Thanks, uh, Dave. Oh, race eight. Uh, can she turn it around today, or is she, as you are suggesting, just not with us? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, until you see something from these international horses, you just got to wait until they do it because she was playing in the Everest. I was surprised she actually got an invitation to the race, to be honest, um, because her form doesn't warrant it, in my opinion. But, um, you know, she does have those credentials overseas. There's no doubt her best would win this and win it easily. But she's just not there at the moment, so we've got to wait until she is. Um, I think if there was a favourite to pot on the day, guys, it's probably this one, Espiona. I, I don't know about you guys, but I thought the run in the Everest was fair at best. Um, I know it's a stronger race than this, sure, but she's the type of horse that reacts better to to Nash and to a low draw, and now she draws wide, and Nash isn't riding, of course, today. So I just don't like the run she gets. I think Magic Time's a bit more progressive, and I think there's other ways to look in this race as well. So I think Magic Time could well start favourite and I think she's the way to go in the race. But, she, you know, she was given a peach last time by Nash all the same and, and now draws with speed inside. So she's going to need a bit of luck early on that map. But 
Espiona the one I'd be against in that race and Magic Time on top, but uh, a few other chances for sure. Yeah, in regards to alcohol, Free, I haven't got her as a main player in this race, but she'll probably get an easier time of it up on speed, and this longer trip's probably more to her liking. Yes, if she wasn't, um, if Yulong didn't have that slot left in the Everest with no one to take, she certainly would not have even got a look in in the Everest, but um, at least it's probably a more appropriate distance for her today. Espiana, yeah, I'm against her in this race today, particularly from that wide draw. She just wanted to lay in badly there in the Everest, and she just wouldn't drive into a gap. She just made things difficult for herself. I'm just sticking with the, the mare here that I've got a lot of time for in Magic Time. Uh, once again, so dominant the last 100 there in the Niverson uh, when she won the PJ Bell uh, back at the Championships. It was a very, very impressive win that day. I just think she's a very, very good horse, Magic Time, and she's clearly my on-top pick there. And I think Opal Ridge will run well. Hells? Oi. Yeah, I'm really keen on... Um on Magic Time, I had a couple of looks at that replay on uh, during the week, and it was arrogant. It was almost mm. as if Nash was saying, Paracel, yeah, right, come up, come up. Yep, you've got it in front of me, and then just gone, ta-da. Uh, Graham Begg, stable, in form, generally brings the right horse up, and, um, yeah, I'm pretty keen on it. I'll tell you one, I will be backing each way, and particularly the place, and that's Royal Merchant. Um, you know, what one at Goodwood, that's a group one, okay, middle probably uh, not as strong as this, but uh, goes well second up and uh, and races particularly well on a soft track. So I thought that was a, a nice each way play, Ruthless, um, Ruth, um, Ruthless Stone. Uh, Royal Merchant, uh, $26, and as I said, $6 a place. That's the invita uh, invitation, a uh, ripping race with a lot of angles. Um, a text here from Cal in Bathurst. Uh, Marlo, can you ask Hurls why Arctic Glamour isn't a dollar forty? It's a moral, isn't it? Uh, that's in race number nine. Uh, so we'll go to that race next, Hurls. Um, why isn't it a dollar ninety? A dollar forty, I should say. No, probably because it's not over the line, but yeah. it's short <laughs> enough as it is. A dollar eighty-five. Um, yeah, to my eye, it does look the winner, but. Dollar forty. I thought Snowman was a chance in that race to knock it off. Also, tricky map, isn't it, Darren? Like she's going to be mm. on the fence, just needing that gap. Yeah, that's what she's going to need. She's going to need luck at some stage. Yeah, she will be uh, a few slots back on the inside. Oh, I uh, I don't know what to do here. Um, she she just does look the winner as long as she gets the clear run at them. As far as uh, Snowman's concerned, uh, I, I don't know what to make of him. Um, it, it took a long time for him to come off heels and work into the clear, but the moment he got uh, daylight there, there was nothing. He found absolutely nothing. I was gutted by that run. I, I just thought he was... A, with the run he got, I thought it would be a good thing there because he was so impressive winning at Rose Hill, leading all the way prior to that. But um, maybe they might be a bit more forceful and try and lead this time on, on Snowman now they've got the draw. Um, I think Ducass is, is capable. What, one interesting runner here, it hasn't really done a lot in a while is Cry Sayor. Just watching its trial at Roundwick last week, I thought it was really good work behind Insurrection and I see there's been a raft of changes. They put a Norton bit on, there's gear coming on and off uh, there with Cry Sayor. I think it might run a better race today at very big odds. Okay. Uh, Davo, what's your take here? And uh, I mean, she's the right favourite. It's just a case of do you want to take that shorter price? It's a personal decision you've got to make in regards to Arctic Glamour. Yeah, and it's really tricky these days, Luke, because when they open 270 and they get into a dollar ninety, as as I go on about many times on this program, bookmaking these days, it's, 
the price has just moved ridiculously and there's no sense of stability in the market anymore. So you really, you need to be confident that it's going to continue to firm. Like, you know, sometimes they're into a dollar ninety, then they're out to two forty, then they're into a dollar. And it's just the seesawing mm. effect. It makes it hard to, to be really confident that you're getting overs. And, um, look, the Reginald Allen is notoriously an extremely weak stakes race. And that's what's in the back of my mind. But, you look at the figures out of the race, they're not great, but it was just a dash home, so you can't really take much from the figures out of the race. And I'm just thinking maybe she's one to sort of buck that, the Reginald Allen's a race year in, year out, that I'm always against, always, um, for, for a number of months, because they just, there's horses there that get beaten a length and a half that would struggle to win a maiden, to be honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, I just think she might be one that can buck the trend. Do I want to take the shorts? No, because... Rail True is generally a, a running line, the sort of three-wide line, getting sort of three to eight lanes off the fence. It wasn't last time, but nine times out of ten, this rail position is that that sort of um, profile. So gate one, need luck, but also potentially not going to be on the right part of the track either. There's just a couple of niggles there, but look, if, it's, if the inside's holding up and she gets the run, she's going to be awfully hard to beat. But I'm just on the fence as to whether I, I want to sort of dive in at those short odds. Ray from Wollongong giving Flying Trapeze a chance. Good on you, Ray. Thanks for that text. Um, I don't mind namesake, guys. Um, I think the stable are very, very good at understanding their horses and stepping them up sharply in distance successfully. So I just thought it was a bit of a hidden run there last start behind King's Gambit, um, who we know is a, a top three-year-old. So look, look out for him if he runs the mile. He's bred to run it, being by Maurice as well. So um, just keep an eye on him today. Uh, that being namesake. <coughs> That's race number nine, the calendar Presnell. Let's go to the group one, boys, and that is the spring champion stakes. Andrew Hurley, what price is Tom now? He is at a $2.30 quote now, so he's been well-backed all week. Um, we've got $2 Vita at $6.50, uh, $8 now Raff Attack, $9 Port Lockroy, and Kate Ferret at 11 $2 Vita's been all week, but yeah, most of the money is with Tom. How do you see it, Darren? I'm being very cautious with Tom Kitten. That run was outstanding in the gloaming, and that worries me. I think I, I just wonder how much did that take out of him? The amount of ground he pulled back off Raff Attack there and went so close, having been cluttered up and getting close to heels on the home corner. I really worry about those horses that had the big gut buster, and he's had uh, quite a few runs in. Um, it, had it, had he drawn awkwardly or wider out, I'd really take him on. But he should get a nice, cosy run uh, through on the inside. But he's, he's very short odds. I, I kept looking at, at Raff Attack. He'll probably still get across and leave because the only resistance, I guess, will be the stable mate Gambare. Gambare's drawn better. Uh, so they can, they can sort the lead out amongst themselves, whether it's Raff Attack or Gambare. And then glad you think so. He'll probably get a really good run on the back of the speed. I don't know. I just kept looking at... All of those coming out of the, the gloaming. And then I keep looking right down the bottom of the list, the lone filly of the field, Tudor Levita. And I thought her run on the flight stakes was really good. She was she was strong late. And I think right from the start, she's always given the indication when she gets over a bit of ground, we'll see a lot of improvement out of her. So I'm going to roll the dice and go with Tutar Levita there each way. OK, love it, Darren. Uh, Tutar Levita for you uh, in the, the spring champion. Davo, uh, where's, where do you think he'll be, Tom, in the run? Oh, well, that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? I mean, 
you can make a case to say he should be unbeaten this preparation, but there's just been absolutely zero intent with this horse. And I talk about it week in, week out, intent. The, the first 200 metres of a race, win, you win or lose most of the time. That, that's where the race is won and lost. And the last three times, he's jumped fine. But they've just, I don't know if it's a stable that want him ridden that way or if it's just been pilot error. He, I'm he not does sure over-race, Dave. I reckon that's why they're soft on him out of the gates because he can pull a bit. Maybe, I, but, but I think just, the I, I think the Brad the the booking of Adam Hieronymus is very very interesting with Tom Kitten. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, with with Hippo there, it will be sitting handy. Well, you'd think so, right? Because it's Grand Final day, it's a stallion making race, you know, all that sort of stuff. This is what Godolphin's about, right? So, I mean, clearly showing. Yeah, you, I understand that horses can over race and and whatnot, but if they get cover and you're not absolutely riding their ears off then you can that most of them will relax and, and, and take a halt. But but they just I don't know what, what what it is, but they've just absolutely bungled it up the last three starts. I mean, they haven't been it hasn't been, you know, stallion making races and all that. So they haven't probably you know, they're probably not too bothered by the fact that he's got back and, and found trouble hit the line and, and had those sort of real building runs to this. But surely grand final day today it's it's time to time to put him in the race. It's time to get him midfield and, and get him in a position where he can actually get the job done. His runs have been enormous, but he's just been set far too big a task. So that's going to be the key, where he is in the first 200. If he's three back the fence, it's, he's going to be awfully hard to back uh, beat. If he's sort of four and five back again, then he's probably another hard luck story. So um, he's got to go on top simply because he's, his runs have been better than them, but I'm, I'm loathe to sort of back him without knowing that there is that intent there today because there's just been zero of it, this preparation. Who's into the vending machine there? Darren, you... Um, I'm, making, I'm trying to quietly make a coffee. <laughs> oh, well, you're failing because we, we can hear everything. <laughs> oh, well, I'm only in the preparation stage. Oh, well, fire it up, mate. That'll I'll, get you fueled I'll, up for the day. I'll, I'll mute my uh, button when I, when, I press, when I press the big button. What sort of machine you got, Darren? Um, Nespresso you... or what's doing? Yeah, the, uh, where you put the uh, yeah Nespresso um, machine. Yeah, not exactly sure what brand it is, to be honest. Oh, well, it's a, it makes anyway, coffee. it does the job. <laughs> That's yes. it, mate. Double shot or single? Single. Oh, okay, yeah. We don't, don't want to go off too early. Don't want you over-racing like Tom Kidd. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Luke, I'm going to just go, interrupt, buddy. mate. We're going to break new territory on this program this Ooh. morning. And we're going to start with just... Uh, I know we're going to do our... Early crows a little bit later, but we're just going to start with a clip from your Uh-oh. Uh, your your uh, early crow last week. Let's have a listen. Oh, no. My crow this week, I'm going to just make all punters in Australia dislike me because Ooh. he is the punter's pal, Aaron Bullock. I'm going to say he's going to miss out today. He's got a couple of really good rides, peace officer, who dat, but I'm going to be a big fat narc. A Bullock is going to miss out. As Houdat is taken to the front by Aaron Bullock and it kicked away. Houdat's going to win easily. Peace Officer takes the lead. Early double for Aaron Bullock. Peace Officer ran down Satness. <laughs> and then, of course, wow. then, of course, only got beaten narrowly by uh, Raging Bull. He ended up with eight points, joint uh, Jockey's Challenge winner <laughs> with Tommy Berry. And it's a very good morning on the program to Aaron Bullock. No way. Oh, you boys too good, mate. What did I do to you last week? Gee whiz. I'm a disgrace, brother. 
I've got a lot of time for you, Lukey, and you've got, you got a great following, and um, you're a man of selected words, so um, for the early crow, um, I think you bug it up there, mate. You oh, definitely did, but... Mate, did I what? Give me the big cross, Nick. I deserve yeah. it. I deserve it. <laughs> I'll tell you what great work was. I had no idea you'd be joining us this morning. So, Hurls, whose idea was this? Uh, it was mine. Great yeah. work, mate. I love it. it up during the week. Actually, yeah, last Sunday morning, I was well, uh, just listening to replays you know, looking back at, uh, at replays. And, uh, yeah, well done, Aaron. Uh, yeah, you're riding superbly. I'm just looking at your stats, mate. Your uh, strike rate is 23.6. So you're absolutely flying, mate. Well done. No, thank, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Um, she, was, she was a good year last year, and hopefully we can continue it this year. Hey, there's a saying, boys, um, don't poke the bear. Well, guess what? Don't poke the bull either. Uh, El Marlo just <laughs> copped that double in town. And, mate, you nearly, well, got, you nearly got Raging Bull home just to really spite me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I watched that horse go around there about six months ago, and I thought, geez, it'd be good to get on this horse. And it was, and it was with a trainer that I don't use your rifle, so to get it in Minervini's camp, hopefully I can get a win on it. I think that was a case uh, almost of Marlowe waved the red rag to the bull <laughs> and didn't it fire you up? <laughs> no, it's always good going down there. You just got to, not that I don't ride the same, you just go to that next level. It's, it's, it's um, very enjoyable riding down there. I love it. Absolutely, mate. Oh, this, is, uh, this is fantastic, guys. A nice surprise. Great, great to have you on, buddy. And, and can, you, can you get one home today as well? This Florino, I mean, you've only taken two rides, but clearly you've got time for this horse. You've had a fair bit to do with him, and he's a great chance in this highway today. Yeah, he is. Um, lovely horse. Um, he, he, I feel his win at Newcastle was his, was his best as he got into his preparation and um, just still learning how to be a racehorse. He's um, still still a little bit wrong, just not listening to me at, at all stages of the race, a bit like that peace officer. But um, he's, um, he's got plenty of ability. He, um, he's kicking off today in a, in a highway, but he's, he's, um, he's, he's definitely up to it. Well, mate, I'll help you out today. I'll say my early crows, Aaron Bullock's going to miss out again, folks. He's going to miss out again. <laughs> Are you familiar with our segment, okay. AB, uh, the early crow segment? Look, mate, to be honest with you, Lukey, I, I watch a little bit of it, but I'm not a really a fan of... I, I, of I you, Luke? Like yeah. Watch it, but I'm not, no, I'm not, just not a fan of every... You'll, you'll hear your name and get talked about and this and that, and sometimes I, I'm one of them ones. I get a little bit cringy and turn it off, to be honest. No. But um, I, got, I got told... A, I got told off a lot of people, so I'm, I'm 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 guessing you've got a lot of followers, and that's actually the first time I've heard, I've heard it, Lukey. To be honest, so um, yeah, it's 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 definitely a good segment because I tell you now, I had a lot of people come up to me after that, and I didn't. When when you get told something that's got to be in content, some people made out like I was, oh, this or that, but it was. I get the content now. It was definitely a legendary joke. So oh, definitely. Good. Well, mate, it's uh, yeah, it's our little segment. We like to try and, I guess, predict the future. Have have a little bit of an opinion on the day's racing, yeah, and that's what it is. Great. It's a, an early crow, and guess what? I, my early crow was a big fat no last week. But mate, are we are we sweet? You're not off me. We're, we're okay. Nah, I've, always, I've always got always had a lot of time for you. You're a legend, but. I, I wonder what you were thinking of coming into the second race. No, I, I I was on a plane and I saw the highway winner who that sail home. I'm like, oh gee, I'm going to cop it next week. And then I got off the plane, the phone lit up. You'd ridden a double, so I was I was hiding. <laughs> but mate, thanks so much for joining us. Great stitch up, boys. Very well played, getting the bull on. Uh, good to have you on the show, mate. And keep it rolling because, as Hurl said, uh, you're killing it at the moment. And uh, long may it continue.
Uh, a pleasure, guys. Thanks, thanks for the call and thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's standing, mate. There he goes, the punter's pal, eh, Bullock? Oh, Luke. you you spiteful Luke. bunch. How good on you. <laughs> hey, you spiteful bunch. <laughs> uh, Darren, too hard to resist, mate. What have you done, Darren? Luke, I, I see you were punished accordingly during the week. <laughs> they threw you in a garbage bin full of ice yeah. during the week. <laughs> I did. I tried an ice bath at my brother's place. Uh, had a bit of family time over the weekend. Have you guys ever tried that, uh, the ice baths? No, and I no. shan't be. Oh, no, Davo, what about either. you? Oh, no, I haven't done the ice bath. So, uh, no, it's too cold for me. That's, that's fine. Do you know I reckon alive. it's really good for you. Yeah, I felt I felt enormous afterwards, but I tell you what, I wanted to nearly cry when I was in there. Jeez. Oh, dear. I, went, I went for a jump in the water at Bronte Beach a couple of weeks ago, and I thought I was going to have a coronary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's 19 degrees, Darren. Well, it was 16 back then. Anyway, so whose idea was that? Up. That was you, Hurls? Hurls. Uh, to get Aaron on, yeah. Yeah. And he, he's been like... <laughs> what was that, David? <laughs> he's been like a kid at Christmas the whole week. <laughs> oh, I'm getting Aaron on, I'm getting... I'm saying you are far too excited about well, these Hurls, but gee, he's a good sport, um, Aaron Bullock, isn't he? He's, uh, I clicked him. I clicked him on Twitter about, oh, about two years ago for a ride, and he's actually riding my horse a few weeks later, Calipari at Newcastle, and gave it a piece, got it home, and... The first thing he said in the old uh, in the old uh, thing afterwards is, "It won't be clipping me about that one." <laughs> and oh. uh, I thought, I thought, gee, uh, he's just he's just a great bloke, and Can't I have a good get along really well with him. And not only that, guys, but I'd love to see him have a, a bit of a crack on Saturdays in town. I know he's, you know, he dominated the country region in, in New South Wales for a, a long time. We saw what he did last year, but last Saturday showed when he's given the opportunity, he's right there on Peace Officer to keep Epicus oh. out of that spot. They were both going mm. for the run. Was that of what you'd expect of, of riders like Nash, you know? And, mm. and he, he showed last week that he's up to them. He's better, in my opinion, than half the senior jockeys in, in that Sydney jockeys room. And I'd love to see him get more opportunities on a Saturday because he's such a strong rider. I, I can't remember many riders get more out of their man at the last 400 than, than Bullock with his style, his whip style, his the way he keeps them balanced and the runs he right takes. Oh, right, oh, right, oh, right, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he just, he, I'd love to see him in Saturdays get more yeah. rides because I think he's, as I said, I, I think he's up there with, with some of the best. I think the irony of all of that is because um, I think you had Epicus Luke, didn't you, for our multi? Yes, he really. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> My goodness, didn't uh, didn't Aaron stitch Epicus up? It was the perfect ride, as Brad just touched on. It was perfect. Yeah, I, I pissed him off clearly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, well done, Hills. That that was better than your your early crow on the cock, on the uh, the Everest. Uh, I've got to give you kudos. That was a good stitch up, buddy. Well played. Yeah. All good, and they're all. I, I was confused because I saw his name lighting up on the phone system. Here. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Surely this? No, that must be an error in the phone. I started to get uh, a little bit of a nervous feeling that something was <laughs> happening. But well played, boys. I suppose we better uh, talk about our multi this week because it's about to go live, hurls, isn't it? Uh, in around thirty seconds. Yeah, it is. And uh, let's go with the four runners. And today it's Florentina Wetter or Wetter Wetter. Wetor, Wetor. Wetor. 
Raff Attack, and in the last, we've got four for Cindy. Brad's taken Florentina. We're to for uh, for Darren. I've gone with Raff Attack and four for Cindy. We're getting $8 today, $25 maximum bets, just about to open, and you'll find it under Racing and today's offers on the Tab app and Sports and today's offers on the website. So get involved quickly, and, uh, yeah, $25 at $8, so give it strength. And, Hurls, I did note your leg, Florino for A. Bullock. Of course it is. Uh, no, that's actually Brad's. Oh, is that Brad's uh, leg? Yeah, oh, I, went, I went IPO, but anyway, I'll go with Florino. I went Florino, and then I said yesterday, oh, he's firmed in a bit, so I'll go with one at a bit better odds for um, IPO. But, well, if you use um, the... Uh... If you use the web, uh, if you use the emails, Brad, there'd be less confusion. No, well, we've got a text with everyone, so that, that'd be easy. But That's anyway, the unofficial uh, one, but you still got to do it on the <laughs> official basis. <laughs> All right. Well, Florino, I'm happy with anyway. As, as Bullock said, he's. Um, I think he's very hard to beat in the highway, guys. He's, he's, he's beat Memoria and that uh, Coriolis before a break. They're, they're both. Um, you know, Coriolis went down to Sandown and won. Memoria should have bolted in at Canterbury. I think it's good form. He gets the right run just off that hot speed, and I think he's ready to, to go bang. Love it, Davo. So uh, those are our legs. Mine's four for Cindy, guys. I just think she maps beautifully to, to run a bold race. I can't see a knot in the finish third up the way she's come back. And uh, Darren, your wet or uh, you've made the case for him when he spoke about it earlier. And Hurls, your leg was uh, Raff Attack in the spring champion. He'll be up on pace, won't he? Yeah, and that's exactly what I thought. He'll just be up on pace, whether he wins or not. But um, for what it's worth... I could not touch Tom Kitten today. I'll echo what um, what Darren has said. He's had some tough runs. You know, I, I believe the stable are going to race it a little bit more forward today, but 2.30, leave me out of that. How's it all going, mate? Are they, they getting involved, the punters? Yeah, they are. So, uh, as I said, be very quick. All right. Uh, well, it's time for another week. Ah! Yeah. Oh, geez, I'm, I've copped it enough. Leave me alone now, boys. On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry, because it's never too early. The Early Crow. Yeah, welcome back. Early Crow time. Um, you know what happened to me. Um, I got it badly wrong. A bullock put on a clinic. Marlo down. And we'll talk about it no further. Brad Davidson. Um, well, we're, a few people are texting in. Uh, hey, boys, can Davo... Tell us what his early crow was in English. Um, what was it last week, David? Is it well, a ticker it was, across? <laughs> it, was a fair, it was pretty much a fair track, but unfortunately, uh, apparently you needed a university degree to work it out. <laughs> so that was one. So then I went to unspoken to continue his winning streak. So you can either give me a double tick or just a tick. So, it, so is today you've got to be on the rail, inside out, swoopers, one out, one back on the fence, offside, onside, going to come from the Paddington end. Get them back 10, get them back 10. Uh, no comment, David. <laughs> no, I, I just, I just do not understand how it's even hard to understand at all. But anyway. do, do you know? Do, do you know the honest truth? What we just love giving it to you, mate. To be honest, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, what are you doing this week? Uh, this week, I'm going to take on Espiona. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not strongly against her, but I'll go with her as yearly crow. I just think she's the, the wrong favourite there today, considering the run she's going to get, considering she was just fair in the Everest, and considering she does too much wrong. So, wrong favourite, Espiona, and um, I, I don't think she'll start favourite, but I don't think she'll win. Darren, how did you go last week? Um, oh, I went sticking my nose in where I shouldn't, uh, in <laughs> <Danny> Melbourne <laughs> Racing. 
Oh, and didn't I get a nice slap there? I, I thought Dark Halo would tail up faster. Oh, well, it went the other way around. <laughs> Gee, it was, it was a bloodbath last week. The crowing, wasn't it? Dear, oh, dear, Darren. Oh, actually, the first half of the card at Randwick was a bloodbath. I was in all sorts of pain after about race form. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, can you bounce back this week? Thank goodness King of the Castle got me out of trouble there in race nine. Otherwise, it would have been a catastrophic day. It was just an ordinary day in the end. It would have been King of something else, not a castle. (sighs) Big pilots. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to take this favourite on in the spring champion, Tom Kitten. Uh, If he's going off at 2.30, which is probably a fair shout, considering that enormous run and defeat in the lead-up race, yeah, I'll take the chance. I'll I'll take him on. Darren against Tom Kitten, Andrew Hurley. Um, What did you do last week? I said that um, Zach Lloyd had ride three winners, didn't ride one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, gee, the jockeys really uh, stitched this up last week, didn't they, Hills? Oh, hey? dear, dear. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the way it goes. What are you going to do this week? Can you bounce back? Uh, well, it's a pretty bold statement, but um, I'm going to say that um, the Cox Plate winner, Romantic Warrior, will chew them up and spit them out. Okay, so Hurl's keen on Romantic Warrior to win well, the Well, a word of caution, too, with Romantic Warrior today. Mm-hmm. I think that Whirlpool's in operation again. Oh, you would not um, touch it. It'll start a dollar. Under no circumstances, back it on the tote. Yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be a dollar fifty on that Whirlpool. Hmm. Mm. All right, yep, mine last week. I said A. Bullock would miss out. He rode a double and nearly got a 50s chance home. So I've already had the... The public shaming uh, on this program. <laughs> oh, I'm gun shy. I, I don't know what to do now. You've got me rattled. You've got me rattled. I was gonna, I was gonna give Hippo a, a cheer and say Hieronymus would have a day out, but uh, now I'm absolutely petrified, Darren. I don't, I don't want to crow. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. James Cummings has really looked after Hippo today, putting him on the favourite there, and and on another favourite in Sequestered. So you don't see Hippo ride a lot uh, for Godolphin in town, but he's been presented with two marvellous opportunities there today. Yeah, richly deserved, mate. And I, I, I think in many respects, since he's come back, he, I think he's riding better than ever. Oh, yeah. And in some ways, I think he's getting stronger. There's been so many races he's been on leaders that have been clearly headed, and he gets into them and he's been lifting them. He, he's becoming a little bit like Nashra Willa. They're, they're, they're never gone. Mm. Gee, it's a wonder you haven't secured his services for Dalalat. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're more than happy with Dylan. Dylan Givens, he's the man. He's done You're a good job. You're confident on. about it today, Darren. I'll see if you've got it on top. Yes, I think the stars have all aligned here. He's, he's back down into his right class, a benchmark 78. He's got the draw, and I think he can map really well. I'm hoping he can settle fourth one out, one back here today. Best of luck. Crackers in Albury's not giving up on you yet, Darren. Darren, I know you screwed up last week in Melbourne, but please can we get your expert view on the Cox Plate? We value your views, Darren. So Crackers is giving you another chance. Don't put your foot oh. in it again here, Flindell. <laughs> Uh, well, the way Fangirl destroyed them there in the in the King Charles III, she'll be my pick today. Brad Davidson, who wins the Cox Plate? Uh, look, I, I, I agree with Hells. I think Romantic Warriors kind of... When I first looked at that run, I said, no way. But then I thought, no, he needed that. He's going to be fitter. It was a, a testing run, and he's the horse to beat. But the one I've got on top at the odds is Militarise. I've sort of been on his just thinking Cox Plate for six months about this horse, so... He's just complete forgive, Caulfield Guineas. He's 
his strength the last 200 is ridiculously good in any race he's in. He, he seemed to get around the valley really well the other day. I thought he galloped better than Fangirl. Um, and I think if he's in the top four or five in the run, if they can get him out of the gate, I think he's a pretty good horse, guys, and uh, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves this, this one. Um, if it was a wet track, I'd be really keen on him, but I think he's, uh, I think he run very, very well here today. Hurls, uh, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm saying Romantic Warrior. Pretty much agree exactly what uh, Brad said, and I'll, I'll be taking the Quinella as well with uh, with Militarised. So um, yeah, we agree on that, Brad. It's good news, pal. Wow, That's dangerous. That's not good. The band, <laughs> the band's back Maybe together. Maybe taking that Quinella, you better do it via a same race multi, and don't take the standard Quinella. Yes. No. Well, that's exactly right. Do you, mm. do you reckon the um, that's changed a little bit now, guys? Like the first week that Whirlpool came in, it seemed to be like that. But I reckon the syndicates have, are knocking it back into shape now. It doesn't seem to be as as that anymore. I don't think he will start like odds honouring like that today, romantic worry, because I think the syndicates are big enough to be able to sort of knock mm. it back into shape a bit now. Yeah, well, the syndicates might be, but when we're talking about all the money coming out from Hong Kong, Dave, it's just, like, it's an absolute stack. Uh, yeah. You put Jay Mack on and, you know, you've got a, a Hong Kong horse. I take your point, and we're probably only using a, a fairly small sample size as well. It's only been a couple of weeks, but, no, I'd be very surprised if it doesn't start odds on. on the. No, I mean, it's a $4 food. chance, isn't it? Like, how's nah, it going to start odds on? Can't. It's not going to start odds on on the toe, surely. Well, we'll wait and see. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're wrong there, Hills, I think, unfortunately. Oh, right, eh? <laughs> um, boys, it certainly, certainly is an exciting day, though, for the Sydnicots. They'd be rubbing their hands together in anticipation of these meetings now. Mm, no doubt about mm. it, Darren. Uh, Brad, what's your best for this Ramwick meeting today? Or, well, or I anyway? Anyway. I made a Florino, um, but I can see it's probably right price sort of stuff now. So it sort of went up 460 about him and early in the week I thought he was a better gamble. But uh, I think IPO is the one that interests me now in the first at around that $4.60 range. I, I thought her first up run was sensational. Um, she's able to, I reckon, grab the back of Chief Conductor here. I think he's a little bit one pace where she's got that bit of up and go. And if she relaxes, I think she'll have sprint him late. I think that... Around that four dollar sixty mark, IPO, I'll make sort of the the gamble of the day there today at, at Bramley. Darren, what's your best? I settled on Hueto, the the Doomben Cup winner. I think this is the right race for it today. So race six, number one. But like Brad, I'm quite keen on IPO in the first, and uh, I'm hoping to sort of build up a bank early on the back of IPO, and I'll be backing the dramatist each way in the in the highway, and particularly for a place where I don't think it'll miss out there. And I think Magic Time will win again in the invitation. So I'm quite confident on this card. Wells, what's your best? And I've enjoyed it, mate. The last behind the gates. I'm not coming back after this uh, week. You've, you've connived <laughs> oh, against me, Hurls. You've got to have thick skin, mate. Gee, you kept um, it under the rug, mate. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> I, mate, sequestered the best. And like Darren, I really like Magic Time as well. Uh, Keith just letting us know on the text line, a bunch of crows is called a murder of crows. Um, and that's is spot on, Keith. Uh, thanks for that. My sister just texted me. Morning, Lukey. Hope, all, hope you're well. Haven't sent one of these texts in a while. Any tips for today's racing? What am I sending her, Davo? What's the, what's the A set? Oh, Florino. Yeah, like, Florino goes in. IPO. IPO goes in. IPO. Um, Verdad goes in at the valley, I think. Gets the job done. Verdad, okay. 
just just throw an in pair of shoes there because you'll yes. you know just an extra winner that'll do. Um, and uh, you know you can actually play around with a few of the shorties like Sequestered and Arctic Glamour and make you pick your pick your choice, Loki. Take a few of those and uh, and get a bit of confidence back, son. Maybe I just send to the web browser, son. BradDavidson.com. dot <laughs> oh, com. Got a year. Thank it'll, you very much. It'll cost. It'll cost. <laughs> oh. All right, boys. It's uh, been a lot of fun again. Um, we might just wrap it up um, with. Uh, the we didn't talk about the Brian Crowley and there was a text about Mumbai Muse just as a maiden it as she deserved to be the favourite there I suppose she does Brad because she comes out of the right races but how are you handling her today in race five? Yeah, I've got her on top, but it was a tough race though, right? There's so many up and comers, your midnight ovals, your upper range horses like that that are just so hard to price and and to know where their ceiling is so. I've got her on top. She needs to get out of the gate. She's sort of had a habit for a while of missing it. I think she's jumping a bit better these days. Um, but, yeah, I've got her on top, but I'm, I'm a little bit um, gun-shy on that race. I just think it's very, very open, and I think any of the probably any of the runners in it could, could win. Um, I, I, didn't, I couldn't really pop many at all, so I was really on the fence with that race. Her trial last Friday in Mumbai Muse sort of really put her on the radar with me. I really like the way she savaged the line late. Um, Barry was in the saddle there as well. Yeah, I think she's a pretty good chance today. But I'm going with uh, Le Perrain. Uh, Brad, I want to get your thoughts on what you made of his Gosford win. I thought it was very, very impressive. And he's got the speed to go forward and and uh, put himself in the right spot, whether he goes toe-to-toe with Keenan or not, or if Midnight Opal shows that type of speed. But how did you rate the Gosford win of Le Perrain? Yeah, it rated really well and loved the late strength through the line. The only two little niggles I had was why did it start the price it did on debut? Um, mm. And two, I would have liked Marchetti to get the job done there at, at Gosford on Thursday, and he didn't. So that, that were the two little niggles, but I think it's right in the pitch to here. It's definitely a horse with talent, just the way it won the other day, and the, the time was outstanding. Mm. Oh, don't worry about Marchetti, mate. I mean, that, that was a hot race at a, Gosford. Yeah, he's it was the, a hot race, yeah, it was. And he Pretty worked. He, he ran a good race. He was only beaten a, a length or two. So I you think still want him to win, though, right? Like you're talking yeah. about a stakes race here. Like you still want him to tick that form and frank it to a bit better degree than it did. And and in regards to why it was the price it was, well, that was why because they bet up on Marchese when they met in that race. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think that was why. But yeah, oh, that's that's an interesting race. Hurls anything on race five from the tab? Uh, yeah, La Perrine's been well back there this morning. It's now into 550. Mumbo Muse holding the call at 380. But yeah, La Perrine's been very well tried this morning. That does us, boys, for another week. Darren Flindell, good calling today. Thank you, uh, Luke, Brad and uh, Hurls. Yes, I'll uh, commence my long journey across the road to the track. <laughs> I'll turn it up. You live over. You <laughs> literally live across the road. How's the coffee? Did everything get, get sorted there? Do you know I had three false attempts? I kept pushing the button and nothing was happening. Then I realised I didn't put any water in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll burn the element. Oh, too good, Darren. See you later, mate. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Brad Davidson. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Enjoy the uh, the terrific racing in both states today. It's going to be uh, one heck of a race day, so looking forward to it. Have a great day, all. Good on you, mate. See you next week. And uh, you too, Hurls, you conniving animal. Oh, you're a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll get me back. Uh, oh, races one yeah. to s- <laughs> there'll be payback. Races 1 to 6, Ramwick, Mooney Valley and Doomed today. Place a win bet using your tab account. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet. 
back up the $50. Jockey's Challenge this afternoon, it's pretty compressed. Adam Hieronymus, the favourite, 350. Karen McAvoy, 360. 420. Jason Collett, Tyler Schiller, 440. $11 or better for the remaining uh, jockeys. And it's headed by Tommy Berry. Remember, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1 800 858 858. See you next week, buddy. See you, mate.